the dogs running so much for tuning in to the Remnant Godcast Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd, and uh, I'm going to be a little serious tonight. <laughs> I know I'm serious a lot of nights, but I have a very important message that I'd like to relay today, and it's because I've been seeing the conversation on social media, and I've been seeing where people are, um, you know, devoting their time and arguing and uh, what the issues are out there. And so I want to just make a plea as a pastor and someone who has studied the history of our country and who has been on the front lines for many years. And I don't say any of these things to toot my own horn or to think I'm better or, you know, smarter or anything like that. But I do have a lot of experience in this area. And so if anything, I would just say, you know, look at what I'm saying. I always tell people, research what I'm saying. Don't take my word for it. Um, you know, you can look into the things that I'm saying. And a lot of the things, just so you know, you're going to have to really dig for because in today's world with the big social media companies and the big um, tech companies like Google, which is the parent company's Alphabet Inc. And, uh, you know, these companies have actually done a really good job of burying the truth. They've been uh, really actively burying the truth, burying um you know, facts, burying history. And so you have to really do your due diligence. You got to really research. So if you're going to go down this rabbit hole, you have to really uh, say to yourself, I'm going to do my due diligence in prayer, in fasting even. Um, if you've never fasted before, I think it would be a good thing to do. Uh, but, you know, if you're just starting into looking into the truth because you know in your heart that something is not right, you know in your heart that the mainstream media is presenting the story in a way that there's something in you that you have observed. You're not a foolish person. You've observed through life and through experience and through your own observation, and you're, you're, you're contrasting this with what you're seeing presented to you by the mainstream news, and you're understanding that something is off, but you don't exactly know how deep it goes. And so you're, you might be starting on your journey. Some of you guys have been with the show for a while. Some of you guys have been, you know, truth seekers for a long time. And I will tell you this, I was telling some friends that were over this week, and this is the truth, the truth of this, is that if somebody starts seeking the truth, they'll also find Christ because the Bible says, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be open to you. So if you start seeking the truth ultimately in life, like ultimate truth, you're going to find Jesus because God is ultimate truth. Jesus is ultimate truth. But that being said, you're also going to have what's called discernment of the Holy Spirit. And when you're given discernment of the Holy Spirit, that gives you an extra edge, if you will, of understanding because you're not leaning on your own understanding, but you're, you're being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's why God says that. In fact, I think that scripture is so relevant to today if you think about it, do not be conformed to the things of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we are going to need that, saints. We're going to need that renewing of our mind in 2020 and beyond, probably more than we've ever needed in our lifetime, because we are being now told absolute falsehood by the mainstream media. Their story is literally there to cause divisiveness and it's kind of like going after the low-hanging fruit, people that really aren't going to research, those that don't, you know, they're, they're too busy with 
drinking and partying and being angry and feeling like they got a bad deal in life and being offended and, you know, all the different things. They're, they're following, quote, unquote, pop culture and they're being led by these celebrities and people that are all part of this same institution. And so these people are literally deceived. They're literally deceived. And that's what I, I really think that I need to be very clear about this. There are a lot of people that are walking around right now literally deceived. Now, my wife said, I said, honey, I'm going to make a video and I'm going to you know, do a podcast tonight because my heart is really heavy and I want to share some of these things. And my wife's like, but you do that every day. Like, why do you think it's going to be different today? And I said, well, it's not that I think it's going to be different today, but this is so urgent and important. And for those that have ears to hear, and I told her, I said, every day, there's like 50 or more people that follow me that are new people. And they may never have heard this before. And every day people share, you know, my podcast and they, they, you know, we're on more platforms and we're, you know, so I don't know where you are that you may be hearing this for the first time. Maybe you're not. But, you know, a lot of us as human beings, we're seeking truth. Now, some of us don't care to. And those are the people that are online that are just going to call you names and just attack you. And they don't really care what the facts are. They don't really have any desire to look into them. They're going to trust whatever their favorite celebrity, like Taylor Swift or whoever it is, is telling them. And that's about it. That's about the research that they're going to do. Taylor Swift said it. It's got to be true. You know, Alyssa Milano said it. It's got to be true. And they're just going to follow those people. And Trump's a racist. And, you know, that the biggest problem in our country right now is COVID-19 and, you know, police brutality. Those are the two major issues right now. And they're not going to look into the facts. They're not going to look into all the real issues. You know, like I was talking with this woman today on social media and my wife says, why do you waste your time with these people? But I said, I don't see it as wasting my time because she's asking questions. We're having dialogue. And to me, that's what I'm here for, you know, but she's, you know, I don't mean to paint my wife in, in, a, in a bad picture. She's like the biggest support of my life and, you know, my best friend and we totally get along. We never argue. But what I'm trying to say is, is that she feels bad for me because she thinks like I spent a lot of time doing this, trying to wake people up. But I said, honey, I mean, it, look at our country, you know, we, and, and she's totally in it with me. I mean, she actually is waking people up too, by the way. But, you know, regardless of that, I mean, I think what, what she's trying to do is avoid me from getting upset. She doesn't like to see me upset. She doesn't like to see me, you know, uh, discouraged for our country. And a lot of times I do carry a very heavy burden for our country. I do carry a very heavy weight on me because I see the different dimensions of where this is going. I see the different factors and the different geopolitical uh, um, ideals of the left, what they would like to see from a geopolitical standpoint, from a foreign policy standpoint, from an economic standpoint, from a home, you know, here in the United States, from policy here in the United States, from communities and different um, bills that they want to pass. And, you know, the Green New Deal, for instance, let's just think about that. If the Green New Deal or even aspects of the Green New Deal were to ever pass in our Congress and then they were to get signed by a U.S. president, that were to become law, it would absolutely tank our economy. So many people would lose businesses, their life savings. And I personally think that because our, our dollar-denominated system in the world, because the U.S. dollar is the global reserve currency and it has been since the Brenton Woods Agreement, and I would highly recommend that you look into that. Um, during the time of World War II, the United States and many other countries got together and they found that the United States was, you know, one of the most successful companies, or excuse me, countries in the world at that time. And we didn't have the war decimate our homeland like a lot of the European countries did. 
So the British pound sterling used to be the global reserve currency, but uh, after Bretton Woods, the US dollar became the global reserve currency. And we've always had in our entire lifetime, uh, the US dollar has been the global reserve currency. That's all we know. So we're very accustomed and used to the United States having this extra edge by being able to print currency. And that's why we can run, you know, billion dollar deficits, multi-billion dollar deficits um, in our trade and be okay because we can print our way out of it. And that's what we've been doing. But what's happened is, you know, under Nixon, uh, the, the dollar was taken off the gold standard. And because uh, originally in the Bretton Woods Agreement, it was tradable through gold. It was backed by gold. But then under Nixon, it, it became off the gold standard. And uh, ever since then, it's been the petrodollar. And I talk about this a lot in my speeches and things that I do. It's very complex, very complicated. But because of all the bilateral trade deals from country to country and oil producing countries, and now Russia is a major oil producer, the uh, dollar dominance in the world has been greatly diminished, but it still is the global reserve currency, but it's lost a lot of its, um, you know, its, its stature, if you will. And so we, we've been seeing the, the system is going to be reset soon, ladies and gentlemen. I think people have to understand this. And, and so, uh, you know, it may be a couple years out. It may be five years out. It could, it could go as far as 10 years out. I don't think so personally. Uh, I think if a Democrat comes in, I think they're going to purposely crash the economy and they're going to do that with these crazy policies like Green New Deal and, you know, reparations and different things like that that they have on their, on their ducket right now to try to win people's votes. But the problem is those things are never going to happen because what's going to happen is, is that if they initiate any of those things, it's going to crash our, our U.S. dollar dominance in the world, our hegemony. And, you know, countries like uh, Russia and China and others, they're all watching us. They're watching us during COVID-19. And the things have escalated with China. And we'll get in the, into that in a few minutes. But things have escalated with China. So right now, the situation and what people are not understanding is while they're all, um, you know, distracted by COVID-19 and, you know, all the, the various issues that the left has tried to put in front of us and the mainstream media, you know, there's this big racial disparity in our country. And, you know, uh, we have to worry about defunding the police and all these different things that they have on their agenda. Those are all just distractions. And the protests and Antifa and all those things, those were planned events. They were just waiting for their catalyst. And they used the George Floyd situation, which I'm still very suspect of. I, I still think it's very suspicious. Um, I think the whole thing is suspect. That's, that's what I meant to say. Um, but, you know, because there's still a lot of things that we've found that are just mind blowing um, that I haven't really said publicly, but I, I, I'm still questioning if that whole event was exactly how the mainstream media portrayed it. But regardless, it's, it's going to, we're going to go ahead with that. Like we did with nine 11, we're going to go ahead with that as the official story. And so that's fine. Um, you know, if that really is what happened, of course, it was a horrible thing. And, you know, I've always been against, uh, you know, it, those police officers, if they really did that, and that's a true situation, then it was an awful thing. Uh, but, you know, th there's no problem with peaceful protest. I, I agree with the, the law here in the United States, the law of our land, which is the First Amendment, which says that you can gather peacefully. But what happened was those peaceful protests, where I do think there's some people I know personally, and many, many people I know actually, that, that were a part of those protests, and they went out there wholeheartedly, you know, going out there to protest about what happened with George Floyd. They, they were not going out there to destroy property. They're not going out there to be violent. But what happened is because of this group of Marxists that are planning and plotting and scheming and trying to cause a revolution here in our country, they took that event and they took 
the you know subsequent protests and what they did was they utilized those for their own agenda and that's where you saw the cities burning the statues coming down the violence and all the different things for several weeks that we you know we're still seeing pockets of now because they're trying to destabilize our country and if you if you understand that this stuff has been going on you know this is part of their plan see history just repeats itself and when you study the deep state and you study their operatives and their operations around the world, and you've been studying them for many, many years, like I have and many others have, you will know that these are the same exact tactics that they used in Libya, the same things that they did in the Ukraine, the same things that they did during the Arab Spring to destabilize those countries. Now, the reason why it was easier to do there was because those countries, first of all, their overall population is far less. And second of all, they don't have all the, you know, the different um, structure within government that we have here in the United States, the system of checks and balances in the U.S. Constitution and, you know, a bunch of patriots in our country that, you know, are awake and understanding what's going on that are pushing back like General Flynn and others. So, you know, we have a really great country and that's why people from all around the country and all around the world, excuse me, want to come here and they still want to come here because you could still come to the United States and obviously with COVID-19, it's very difficult, you know, with all the restrictions and travel and business and whatnot, but only a few months ago, you could have come here from any country in the world. Uh, you know, if you obtained a visa legally, you came here, people come illegally and still, still make it. But, um, but you know, if you came here legally and you went through the, the, the proper procedure, you could start a business and become a millionaire within a year if you have a lot of work, blood, sweat, and tears, and a really great idea. And I know people that have come here with dollars in their pocket, literally, with no family, no friends, no nothing, and now they're successful people. They made it somehow. In the initial stages, it probably was very difficult, but see, America is that land of opportunity, and that's why so many people from all around the world want to come here, because there's really not a lot of countries that offer similar opportunities, and I would say no other country that is, you know, to par with what the United States avails. So, you know, that's the thing. And, and these, these, this nefarious group of people that are trying to cause a revolution here, they are trying to usurp our government, usurp our president. Basically, uh, you know, they're, they're acting in subversion and, you know, treason. Um, some people in government that are, that are actively treasonous. And unfortunately, it's, it's a web that the president uh, refers to as the swamp. But these people are actively trying to destroy our, our republic. And, you know, they're doing this in a way very, very scary what's happening here because a lot of people, unfortunately, are falling for their nonsense. They're falling for their narrative. And you see these people that argue, me and others like you and online, and they, they, they have literally bought the communist manifesto, the, the Marxist agenda, because that's what's being taught in the schools. So many young people have been brainwashed with this for years. And then other people are watching their celebrities and, and you know, th those are their influencers, you know, and they're influenced by them. And, you know, pastors, Christians, all have fallen into this trap and they don't understand the overarching plan because they haven't really studied history. They haven't seen what's happened in these other countries that I mentioned earlier, like the Ukraine and Libya and the Arab Spring. They don't understand the, the playbook. They haven't looked into the Orange Revolution or the Purple Revolution or Soros and his plan or why he's banned in certain countries like Hungary and other places around the world. They don't understand anything about George Soros. They don't, all they maybe know is the name or they may think he's actually a philanthropist like the media calls him. Meanwhile, these people have very nefarious plans for our country. And I was talking with Mark Anthony on our other show, The Patriot and the Peacher Show, uh, today, which is going to come out this weekend. And we were talking about 
you know, some of these nefarious plans. And, and, and we were literally, I started to think about it. I said, if, if a Democrat gets in and they also get the Senate and the House, our country, as we know it, is done, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their mind around that because they think, well, it's just another four-year election. And if a Democrat gets in, yeah, there'll be some bad policies, but, you know, we'll keep pressing ahead as a country and we'll be okay. No, our country is done, ladies and gentlemen, because we are at a precipice moment. We're at the end of the road, okay? And I, I'm not saying that from, you know, trying to kid around. I'm serious. We're at the end because what I explained earlier when it comes to the dollar d dominance and the dollar being the global reserve currency, these countries around the world are actively working to get out of the U.S. dollar, like China and Russia. I mean, China has created its own whole system outside of the dollar. And this was all part of the globalist plan because they created these, um, you know, alternative institutions, alternative to the SWIFT system, you know, alternative to the World Bank and all the different things that, um, you know, they had their own system, uh, their own transactional system where people could go to the Chinese yuan instead of the U.S. dollar. And that was the plan of the globalists. That was the plan. And so all these globalist institutions, the U.N. and the Democrat Party, Barack Hussein Obama, the people that are shouting, no borders, no wall, no USA at all. They don't want the USA. They're not like making up these things or saying them to be funny or, you know, it's not just a slogan. They literally mean it. No borders, no wall, no USA at all. They want to crash the United States. They want to crash our system. That's the plan of the Democrats now. They want to crash our system. And they are going to try to crash our Constitution. They don't like the Constitution. They think it's outdated and they want to see a new law initiated from the United Nations. They would love to see UN troops on the ground here, ladies and gentlemen. And they, and they are fine giving our sovereignty over and they're fine allowing China to rise up. And this is China's century. I mean, have you watched the way the left, they, they look at China? They're like excited to report. How many times have you seen magazines reporting that this is China's century, that the American century is over? And, and you know, they literally want that. That's what they, they're looking forward to this. And it's self-deprecating because it's going to hurt them as well. It's going to change our way of life. Once the dollar loses the global reserve currency status, we're going to see a, a, a period of extremist instability. If you think that the riots and the things that we just saw, and you hear people talking about, you know, defund the police, defund the police, we, we will not have first responders that will be coming um, during the, when, when the economic crash and reset hits, it's going to be every man for himself. There'll be a, a period of time where things will have to reset it could get really, really ugly. There will be no law. And, um, you know, you might have to trade and barter. You might have to take a mark. Um, I mean, we could see the mark of the beast system coming out at that point in time uh, because once the, the dollar goes digital and we have a new currency, um, you know, things could really uh, escalate and develop quite quickly. Um, they could use the geist of the coronavirus and say that you have to get a vaccine and, you know, maybe you need a mark for that to show that you have the vaccine or, you know, they're already like pointing these thermometers at our forehead to get us uh, conditioned into being having our forehead scanned. Um, and, you know, the um, the plan of this whole COVID-19 thing is is much greater than what people are understanding. They're just taking it at its face value from what the mainstream media is reporting. They're not understanding, you know, they're not going to the websites of Agenda 2030 they're not understanding that this is something that's not going to go away. And so, you know, when I say if a Democrat gets in, 
you know, they're kind of showing us uh, the initial stages of their plan. They're kind of showing us already what they're going to do. I mean, just look at California, how they went after worship and churches need to be closed. And, you know, these are, these are communist things, ladies and gentlemen, that we're being conditioned. And there's pastors that are willing to shut down and they're just thinking it's because of a virus. And, you know, they're, they're going around with the masks and getting mad at people for not wearing them. And they're not understanding this has nothing to do with the virus. They're not understanding that this is all part of an overarching agenda. It's all in Agenda 2030 if you, if you peel away the layers and you study and you research. But, again, people don't want to do that. They don't want to take the time. It's much easier for them to just listen to what, you know, the guy on ABC News or MSNBC or CNN tells them or Fox News even because Fox News is compromised too. So, you know, unfortunately, this is what's happening right now. There's a lot of people that are very much asleep and they don't understand that this is an overarching agenda, an overarching plan here. And the defunding the police, I mean, we've seen that historically. I mean, that, just look at the brown shirts, what happened, you know, before the Nazis took power and before Hitler took power. I mean, th this has happened in China. You know, they did this before they had their revolution there. None of these things are, um, are new, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're just new to us here in the United States. It's come to us now. It's at our doorstep. And the doxing and you know, the fear mongering, how many of you are patriots that can't speak the truth at your work? You can't actually say what you feel about the United States of America or your political beliefs, because if you did, you probably would lose your job or be targeted by HR. But how come it's okay for the social justice warriors and those that are, uh, you know, on the other side, they, they're out there saying whatever they want. No one bothers them. Because that's what's being uh, pushed. That's the new norms, according to Obama. You know, the transsexuals in the bathrooms and all the things that Obama pushed for. These are the new norms. And if you speak out against that, then you're going to be targeted. And you may lose your job and you may be taken off social media. And that's only the beginning because wait until the Democrats get in control again. They're going to completely shut you down. They might even take you from your home and put you into a re-educational institution. And they're going to call you a hater. They're going to make laws where it's illegal to, to, to have hate speech. That's hate speech, according to them. They're going to take away your First Amendment, your Second Amendment. They're going to tax you more. That You're going to become a ward of the state. Your children will become a ward of the state. Our nation will be socialist. And you're not going to be able to have your business like you've had it before. They're going to come into your businesses. They're going to come into your assets. You know, eventually, they'll make it where no one can own property. And uh, they're just going to continue pushing until we're all part of a collective. And that's what they want, ladies and gentlemen, is this collective. So you should be scared because this is absolutely terrifying their plans. And the fact that there's some polls that are saying Joe Biden is winning and the fact that he actually could win, um, if they get in, our country will never be the same again. You will not see another Trump come up. There will not be another Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a last minute reprieve. And if you're not understanding, you know, you're worried about one of his issues or, you know, something you don't like about Donald Trump, his tweets or whatever, you're not understanding. Donald Trump is literally stopping our country right now from going off the cliff, okay? And China being the global superpower. That, that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not saying that Trump is going to fix everything if he gets a second term, but we're going to be in a much better place if Donald Trump's in office um, than, you know, if, you know, any... Any Democrat gets in, whether it's Biden or whoever else they put. I think they're going to play Michelle Obama pretty soon here. Uh, they're just waiting for the right time. When Trump gets ahead again, they're going to start pushing, uh, you know, Michelle Obama, whoever their vice president candidate is. It's going to be someone big. And uh, they're going to really, really, I mean, the media is going to fawn over that person like they did with Obama. And they're going to 
they're going to just make the biggest deal of it ever. And they're going to make everybody feel like, oh, that's all you need is that person to get in. And they're going to be the most powerful vice president. And our country will go back to like how it was under Obama. And everyone's like, yeah, that's great. No. It will be the end of our republic. I, I mean, literally, it'll be the end of our republic. We'll, we'll, we'll be going into the tribulation period. And I don't think Christians are fully grasping that yet. We're, we'll, we will be in the tribulation. And I know a lot of people are thinking we're going to get raptured out any minute now, but that's actually not what I think is going to happen. I'm, I'm post-trib. I know a lot of you are pre-trib, and I really hope you're right. I would love if pre-trib people are correct and I'm incorrect. But um, from what I've looked in the Word of God, it, to me, I feel like we're going to go through this tribulation, and I feel it's at our doorstep. And uh, we're, we're literally at the end of a last-minute reprieve unless the saints of God understand the urgency, get on our faces, repent as a body and as a, as a, as a nation, turn back to our first love, Jesus Christ. That is our only hope right now. That is our only hope. We, we better vote for Donald Trump. And if any of you are thinking about not voting for Donald Trump, you're literally voting for your own persecution. You're literally voting for the demise of the United States of America because that's where we're at right now. And I'm not saying, again, if Trump gets in, it's going to be good. I think he's going to land us in a safer kind of reset once that happens than if we have Biden, which will probably put us in martial law and come start collecting people. Because it's not Biden that's running the party. It's the deep state, the people behind Biden, the ones that are pulling the strings. So listen, I'm issuing an urgent warning. I've given a lot of information today. Study it, research it, listen to what I'm saying. Don't just take my word for it. I know some people will say it's radical, it's crazy, it's out there, all these different things. But listen to what I'm saying because what I'm telling you is the truth. I put myself, I listen, I work hard to get you this information every day. I work hard. Oh my goodness, blood, sweat, and tears, ladies and gentlemen, to do this because I have a desire to wake up as many people as I can because it's my calling and my passion. And I love you and I want to see our country prosper. And yes, we have an opportunity. I'm going to be writing an article called Two Simultaneous Revolutions, which I believe, you know, we're going to have this revolution in our country. It's very dangerous and scary what I just talked about, but there's also going to be a revival simultaneously. And I think that's going to be the last hope in America is for the people of God to rise up. But Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm thankful for that, but it, it could be under very dire circumstances of persecution. That might be one of the catalysts for the revival. That's why people are worshiping on beaches in California right now, because they're under a tyrannical leadership of Gavin Newsom. And that tyranny is going to come nationwide. If a Democrat takes over, it's going to happen fast. It's going to be a very quick change. Our country is going to be fundamentally transformed very fast because they, they will never let someone like Donald Trump get in again. You will never, ever see a person like Trump get in again. This is the, the last straw, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't think people are still grasping the urgency. And so we better be ready because it's coming like a freight train. Get as many people as you can awake. Wake up as many people as you can. Give them the facts. Send them this type of video if you think they'll listen to it. Do, do what you can. Pray for them. We got to wake people up, ladies and gentlemen. We got to. We need to have... Trump be reelected. It's, it's literally uh, a matter of if our reprieve will be extended or if we're going to go right into a tribulation period. That's where we are at. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Listen, have a great weekend. Enjoy some time with your friends, your family. Love them. Spend time with them. Hug them. Kiss them. Pray with them. Attend services. I hope your pastor's having a service. Attend services in person. Don't forsake the assembling together with the brethren. Pray fast, and we'll see you again next week. God bless you.